it's Amelia Rose, and welcome to Say La Me in Podmas Day 26. How are you? Merry post-Christmas. I hope your Christmas went really well. I hope you had the best Christmas you've ever had in your life. <laughs> yeah. So today I'm doing an episode that is more kind of in the vein of like what I normally do on Say La Me and not so much Podmas stuff, but Podmas does tie into it. So it's not a Christmassy episode or like a wintry episode, but it's more of a reflection. But it has to do and was inspired by something that happened during Podmas. But before I get into that, I have a few little life things that I want to tell you about. So I've been up to a few things during the week or this past week and yeah, they have been pretty good. I went to a Lindsay Sterling concert, which was so fun. I had more fun than I expected to have, even though I really like Lindsay Sterling. Like one of my sisters really, really likes Lindsay Sterling and I... I think I actually might have introduced her to Lindsay Sterling. I'm not trying to take credit. I really am not. I'm just trying to think of like how I got to know about Lindsay Sterling. I'm not quite sure how I did, but I do really enjoy her music. I think she has a great personality and she's just a really cool person. So I was like, awesome. So uh, we went and it was great. It was beautiful. I loved it. It was her Christmas show um, and I really enjoyed it. She is insanely talented, especially live. I think it's even more stunning live. Like I love listening to her music, but seeing her live and hearing the exact same thing that you heard on your radio on the way over or something is just amazing especially since you're seeing her dancing you're seeing her moving and you're seeing the aerial skills that she does on stage I did not expect there to be so many aerial skills she was in hoops she hung all the way upside down at one point still playing her violin still like getting through it and like doing amazingly she wasn't just getting through it excuse me that was disrespectful but um yeah it was an amazing concert and something that really struck me was she's a secular artist but she has been open about her faith and everything and she tied it into the show obviously because it's a christmas show and you know there's no christmas without christ but it's just I don't know. She did it in such a way that was so authentic. And that's always what I'm trying to be online and just trying to be in general. But, you know, especially in this podcast, it's love, life, and authenticity. And I felt like she was so authentic. She talked about her dad passing away, which I do remember, and then she tied it into angels, and she said that a hummingbird is a sign of her dad being with her, and just kind of like a sign of him like watching over her, uh, and so she told a story about how she was having like a, an anxiety attack, and then she saw a hummingbird or something, like she pulled over on the side of the road and saw a hummingbird, and then she tied it in to, you know, angels watching over us, and she played Angels We Have Heard on High, and then she played Crystallize right after that, which for me, I felt like Crystallize was kind of like the feeling that she experienced in music form after she saw the hummingbird. I don't know. I just thought that it was a beautiful tie-in and just gorgeous and really cool to hear, you know, one of her original songs that's not necessarily a Christmas song, but just it's like, Lindsay Sterling, you gotta play something from your CDs that are not Christmas related. So um, I really enjoyed that and I just felt like it was very, like it was equal parts. It's kind of what I wanted Christmas to be. Like I do love all the glitter and the bows and oh my gosh, her costumes were like the sparkliest thing in the world. But uh, I, I enjoyed all of that. I was just like sparkle you know but that's not what Christmas is about you know it's not what Christmas is here for or really what we should be focusing on and so I but I love that stuff I'm not saying like don't wear sparkles it's sinful you know it's not um but I love all of that stuff I'm very open about that I obviously 
Podmas, you know. Uh, but I also really want, like I said in my episode yesterday, you know, talking about God. I don't talk about him like too much on the podcast because I don't want it to come across as preachy, but faith is a huge part of my life. And I just felt like the way she tied it into the show and just having it be equal parts like sparkles and glitter and presents and all like Santa and like all the more secular things, even though Santa has roots in Christianity, um, all of the really secular things things that are really pretty and fine to indulge in as long as you make sure to keep your focus on God and so I just felt like that show was just a really like metaphorical like philosophical type of thing even though it was Lindsay Sterling just super fun as well so I just thought she really like did she kind of hit the nail on the head she captured Christmas completely like everything that I love Christmas to be sparkles hallmark ridiculous like secular beautiful awesome things and then also Jesus and meaning and uh deep discussions about theological stuff like she balanced everything really beautifully so I really I mean I didn't mean that (laughs) I just realized that sounded like a pun she balanced because she was you know dancing all the time uh but no I really really enjoyed that show so next time she comes back I'm gonna go see her again which she might not come back, but I hope she did because we had a pretty good crowd as well and it was her first time in my city. So yeah, that was super enjoyable. Moving on to not so enjoyable, but also kind of just a milestone thing. My internship ended. Um, I have a few internships next semester, but the one that I've been doing my editorial internship um, at the trade magazine ended and it was very sad, you know? Uh, I'm still getting sad talking about it, so I'm not going to talk about it too much, but super sweet people, love them so much, uh, yeah, I would just come by and just be like, hi, um, how, how's everyone doing, but yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed my time there, and yeah, I just, uh, just, it's, it's sad, but it's also really, really nice, just so refreshing, I feel like I got stuck in a rut, a few years ago where I've had experiences like experience after experience um with people who were like not supportive or just people who were just generally like grumpy you know just mean I wouldn't say like mean towards me but just like not enjoyable to be around really negative just negative experiences and so sometimes I just tend to think like on the more negative side of like, okay, I'm probably going to go here and these people are probably going to be, you know, kind of as protection, you know, these people are not going to like me or, you know, it's not going to go well or, you know, nothing too dramatic, but just like, it's not going to be good or it's not going to be something that I look back on and I'm like nostalgic about or happy about or feel sad that I left or something uh and this was absolutely not it it was so refreshing so nice and you know I feel like now I think more on the positive side of like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna be sad to leave you know and people are gonna like me and I'm gonna feel fulfilled and it's going to be a great experience you know because now I've had experiences kind of one after the other of things working out and people being nice and appreciating my work ethic and all of that so now I'm looking at it on the more positive side I should really just be more stable and look at it on the positive side no matter what happens but I'm not quite there yet so this experience definitely has kind of added to my arsenal of like proof that you know good things happen (laughs) so yeah sad to sad to leave but you know it's it was really good and you know who knows maybe that chapter's not closed we don't know But anyway, those are the two things that have kind of been like a big thing in my life. And yeah, those were partly, I think both of them were exciting, but uh, the internship one was definitely a little bit of a tearjerker, 
not gonna lie, but that's alright. So let's get on into the episode. So today's episode is about success and failure and vulnerability because I'm being pretty vulnerable in this episode, kind of opening myself up to judgment or criticism or whatever. And it's not really that deep, but you know, it has to do with podcasting and you know, my approach might not be, people might be like, oh, your approach is not the way you do things. <laughs> It'll make sense once I start talking about what the episode's about, so let's do that. Starting the episode off, I do want to say how proud I am of this podcast, and don't worry, it's not just me like bragging and saying thank you so much. It has something to do with what I'm about to say. Uh, it's been amazing, the podcast, and it's just been a really wonderful thing for me personally, and it's nice to know that people like it. But I just feel like I should be more successful. You know, the pressure is sometimes getting to me. I feel like I should have a bigger audience. You know, I feel like my episodes should be getting more listens or more downloads or whatever. I feel like more people should be on my Discord or following me on Pinterest and, you know, being more accessible and just having more connection, I guess. And I really want to be real and say that I'm not seeing immediate results. I'm not seeing a huge jump in listens or subscribers. Podmas has been great. It really has. But episode by episode, the downloads have kind of remained the same. I'm really grateful for that. I'm really grateful that people are still listening because I know an episode a day is pretty uh, tough. (laughs) You know, if you don't have time, I know that between my listeners, there have been different people who have been like, oh my gosh, like I'm still on track. I've still, you know, I haven't gotten behind yet and stuff. So I appreciate that. Uh, But as far as there being an increase in listens in my episodes, there really hasn't been. And, you know, I look at YouTubers who all of a sudden it's like something clicks for them and they get an enormous amount of subscribers in a very, very small amount of time. And that really has not happened for me. And I've been podcasting for over a year and sometimes it can be really discouraging. You know, I only have five months until I hit year two and I still feel like just counting down to year two, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel kind of stuck. I feel like I'm not growing the way I should be. I'm comparing myself to a lot of other podcasters who have their downloads and stuff like publicly available. And I don't want to feel embarrassed about sharing my download numbers because they're a lot smaller than everyone else's. And it's just all of that stuff. So the way this ties into Podmas is that something I tried doing for Podmas was to get sponsors for my episodes. I figured, okay, I'm doing an episode a day. I'll be able to do more ads and work with more sponsors and just run some more content and also kind of make it, you know, make each episode earn me some money. You know, it's nice. So during this process, I emailed about 20 to 30 companies that I would love to partner with and only about two or three managed to get back to me all with no's. And that is okay. I don't depend on this podcast for income or anything, but it, it was just a little bit like disappointing. And I emailed a wide range of uh, companies. I wasn't just you know, emailing L'Oreal and be like, can you work with me? You know, it's like, no. Uh, But I did email some people that I would dream to work with that are a little bit bigger that I'm like, maybe. But I did email like small businesses and stuff. And it's all right. Uh, But, you know, having it being a little bit sad, I started thinking about, well, do they not like my episodes? Or do they just see me? And does my email look unprofessional? Uh, Is my branding off? Do I sound unappealing? And the most common thought was, well, I'm just not successful enough. 
And that was the reoccurring thought to me of just like, well, you know what? I just, I'm not, I'm not there yet. And it wasn't in a way that was like, I'm not there yet. And it's okay. It's just like, I'm not there yet, you know? And who knows if I'm ever going to make it there. And I don't know where there is. I really, really don't. And I don't have, I mean, obviously my goal is to have the whole world listen. Actually, I would hate that. So, (laughs) but you know, I really don't even have like a town listening, you know? So it just, I don't know where there is. I don't know what I'm aiming for. I do have some specific, I decided to make specific goals this time uh, around for like New Year's resolution type things for the podcast uh, so that I can say, okay, you know what, this is what you're aiming for. Because I feel like if you don't set specific goals, you'll grow, but then you'll be like, it's not enough because I could have gone farther when you don't even know where you're aiming at in the first place. But anyway, I watch these YouTubers that have like 100k subscribers and I maybe have like 100 listeners on all platforms combined. Uh, And I don't know, maybe that's generous. I have a lot of like different platforms and it's hard to kind of gauge everything. Uh, Even though my hosting provider does provide analytics, sometimes it can be a little bit like, well, it fluctuates. So I don't know how to say like I have 100 listeners, like 100 subscribers on, you know, all platforms because I don't, I don't know. Uh... And I'm thinking that that is generous, and sometimes it's just like, whoa, only 100 people. Only 100 people listen to me, and maybe not even that. My episodes in the first week do not get 100 listens. Uh, You know, I listen to all these podcasts. I get ads from super recognizable companies. I have tons of listeners, and I feel like I could be, like, more successful than I am. Just seeing what's out there, seeing what success other people have reached, I feel like I could be doing better than I am. You know, I think that's it. The feeling that I could be more, like, it's possible but I just didn't work hard enough or do enough to get there I feel like I could be doing better and when I compare my first year analytics I feel like I should be seeing a bigger discrepancy between them and the ones from this year so it's frustrating when you back up from being in work and instead of being gratified at what you see you feel slightly let down and I'm still trying new things you know like I'm trying Podmas, which has been amazing and I'm trying out new episodes and sometimes I feel like the work doesn't pay off as much because I have worked very hard on this show and very hard in general on like the show and the newsletter and my social media and I don't feel like I cast too wide of a net to be able to cover uh, but I do feel kind of like, uh, maybe, I, I don't know, maybe it just could have worked out better. And I'm not trying to come on here and complain about the podcast. I'm more so trying to draw attention to the pressure that I put myself under, you know. So to get that out of that mindset for a while, I do want to clarify that this is not the way I feel 24-7. And I don't hate the podcast. I don't like feel, you know like, oh, podcasting is a drudgery and I have to record episodes. If I was feeling like that, I would definitely take a break and try and get my spark back. I love what I'm doing and I love this. And I have never, like, felt resentful of the podcast, like, oh, gotta go podcast again. I really love that. Like, I was saying in my day off, and I wasn't just saying this to say this. This is my, (laughs) this is my day off, and I'm podcasting, and I really, really like it. And so, I don't want it to be like, oh, you know, thank you for listening to Say La Me, but like, you know, I'm ungrateful for you. I'm very, very grateful for you. You are the people that make me keep going. It's just, I don't know. Sometimes it, you, you do a lot of work, and then you start feeling like, it's not paying off. And I totally know that this could be coming from me having done an episode per day for the last almost month and just feeling burnt out and feeling like I don't feel burnt out as far as content, but maybe I'm putting in, it's like when you go to the gym 
analogy time. It's like when you go to the gym and you're very consistent for a week and then you don't get the results you want. And so you're like, oh my gosh, like this isn't even doing anything. You know, I love going to the gym, but if it's not going to do anything for me, like I'm not even going to go anymore. So that's kind of what I'm trying to get at. Like I've been doing this for every day for almost a month and I don't feel like I ever said, oh, I expect to grow by this much during Podmas or during the year or whatever, but maybe in the back of my mind, I was secretly hoping I would. I never said it out loud because it sounded stupid, because it is stupid, because it's not attainable, at least not for me right now, but maybe in the back of my mind, I was like, hmm, that would be cool if I gained like 50 new audience members, you know, in a month, and that's just not the growth that I've had throughout podcast career which is not a career but you know so part of that is my expectations another thing is comparison I know I've talked about comparison a lot it's like every other episode like let's talk about comparison but that is something that I definitely deal with all the time like honestly especially stuff that I care about I compare which is stupid because then I feel inadequate but I will let you in on a little secret I compare myself to the specific show It's this podcast by a girl around my age, and it just kind of seems like we're in very similar situations, except she has a lot of downloads, and I don't have near, nearly that many. Like, I don't even have, like, half the amount she has, and I compare myself to this podcast a lot. I compare Say La Me to this other show. I'm not going to say it out loud because I just don't feel like it, Uh, but it's just kind of it immediately just makes me feel like, oh my gosh, this is not working. This, I'm capable of more, but for some reason, I'm just not getting it. I'm just not there yet. And it's so, you know, frustrating. And maybe she's a more natural podcaster than I am and all of this stuff. And so it just, you know, it just kind of is like, I look at all the work I'm doing and it doesn't seem like it's enough. And I'm like, how do other people succeed? How do they get this? And I don't, and it's not jealousy. You know, I don't want what they have, but I want to create that type of success for myself. You know, I don't want their show and their audience, but I do want that sort of success in the say on me version of that success. I also know that you kind of have to pay your dues. You know, I'm not just going to say like, oh, I record one episode and all of a sudden I'm a podcasting star. I am so glad not to have gone viral in any sense because that would be ridiculously stressful and I know that I would deal with imposter syndrome but I along the way of podcasting and having episodes do well I've had episodes that have flopped that I thought would do excellently (laughs) if that's a word and they did not they just completely like didn't hit you know they didn't even get the average amount of downloads and you know, I've seen podcasts that started around the same time I did gain a bigger audience and more downloads faster than me. And I've seen really fake people make it big. And I'm not just going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to call them out either, like by name. But I've seen very fake people, people who I know to be very um, in it to win it for themselves, I guess, create this show and have it be like people love them. And I'm just like, if only you knew how fake they really were. You know, it's, it's so easy to get into the mindset that good people don't get anywhere in life. And like I was saying, that's the mindset at the beginning of the episode that I was talking about internship stuff and, you know, how the people at my internship have kind of shown me that nice people exist and that good things happen and there are nice people out in the world, you know, when I met with a lot of like bad people and people who were like not very nice and people who did not appreciate me or whatever. And, you know, I get in the mindset of like, you have to lie, cheat and steal to achieve success. 
but I also think my framing of success really needs work. Numbers matter. I'm not going to say that they don't, but the creative process also matters and the type of person you are while you're doing it. Like, I wouldn't feel good if I sold myself out, if I podcasted about things that I didn't like just to get attention or I acted a certain way. Like, I'm not going to go to my audience and be like, hey, girlies, what's up? Oh my gosh, that's not me. That's just not me. And that's why I am very grateful for y'all who listen because I know at the end of the day, you're listening for me. You're not listening for the person you think I am. You're not listening for the inauthentic flavor of the show just because it's popular or it's easy to replicate because there are styles that are very easy to replicate. You know, I could look at a show and kind of be almost a carbon copy of a certain show and there are certain styles I love like I will say I love the bad broadcast by Maddie Murphy absolutely love that show I think it's great and she does different segments she has different things and I have been thinking about okay should I add segments to my show not because this is not spurred on by you know me not getting the success I want but I'm just kind of like would it make it more fun you know would that be interesting I don't know. So I have been thinking about that. But the style of show she does, which is basically her complaining, uh, that's not for me to do. That's for me to listen to and be completely entertained by. Maddie, if you're listening, you're not listening, but oh my gosh, I love your show. But anyway, that's not for me to replicate. That really isn't for me to replicate. It's just for me to laugh at while I'm driving and a show that I can't listen at to at work because I will crack up in the middle of me like editing something and that's not socially acceptable but anyway she has a very personal and very uh recognizable aesthetic to her show and it I think recognizable aesthetics or recognizable formats can be extremely easy to copy. Just so, so easy. So I could totally copy Maddie and create the Amelia Rose broadcast or something stupid like that. And maybe people would listen and maybe I'd have a bigger audience. But is that really me? No. Are there sometimes episodes where I go full on Maddie Murphy and I'm just complaining about stuff? Yeah, there are. And those are fun to do. But that's not my entire show. For her, that's her and that is her show. So it's authentic to her. But for me, my show is authentic to me. So if I have a small audience, but I'm being true to myself, oh well, good job. So I have been talking for a while, but I thought that that would be something relatable. Hopefully, actually, (laughs) I don't know that I hope it's relatable for you, but I hope that you kind of like can understand and yeah, I do hope it's relatable for you. I feel bad if you've ever gone through this, but I kind of think we all have. So yeah, I just hope that you kind of see yourself in this and can kind of agree. And I hope you were nodding or something and just kind of being able to like, yeah, I see that. So I do want to say I'm very, very grateful for you. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for listening to my authentic self for everything that I've been working for and to all the episodes that I've been doing. I really appreciate it. And I love you so much. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.